So let's everybody warm up, get to it. Hello, hello. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Seeker. Season 2 is Mercy and Fire. We're going to discuss eight specific verses that walk us down the path to salvation. Our hope is that we can show how simple the plan really is to understand. But that doesn't mean it's easy. I am the way. Let's talk about the Bible. The life, Isn't right? that a, that's, a, that's what we just sang. Your dad sang that song. Yeah, we sang Sunday. it on that Sunday. Really mm-hmm. Dad was trying to get people to hold their hands up. I know. He was what like, song? please lift holy hands in your mind. He, he nearly said lift holy hands. What song? I am the way. I am the way. That's a, oh, is a powerful right. that song. Is song. I am the way. Yeah. Do it, man. That's, this right here is how you get your contract. Go ahead, so oh, yeah, that's right. Come on, they're listening. Yeah, BMG, I hope you're listening. Damn, G is who you went with. Okay, That's where we got free CDs from when we first got a CD player. Like one penny for like seven CDs or whatever I their deal I was in your was. club! <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Love me! Love me. I, I could never Pay back my loyalty. figure out the racket. I was like, there's someday they're going to come back on me. Yeah. I'm going to get more yeah. CDs. Yeah, no CDs can be one penny. I keep, kept getting them, but I was like, I'm going to be like 50, and they're like, you owe us. Remember that, Kenny G? We do. <laughs> Pay up. <laughs> I knew you guys owned me. It was one <laughs> Bell Biff DeVoe CD. That's all it was. No, you know. <laughs> Bell Biff DeVoe. <laughs> I got an Invoke CD from them with that. There you go. All right, Daniel. Me. We're getting into the we're getting into the meat of this thing now. Yeah, we are. John 14 and verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus says. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's verse number three. Well, okay, the reason that I wanted to talk about this verse now Mm -hmm. is because last time we talked about, from Romans 6.23, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. So how do we accept that gift? You know, what do we have to do? To accept the gift of God, the eternal life in Christ Jesus. Well, Jesus tells us right here, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So he's telling us right here that the only way to accept that gift, the only way to accept eternal life in Christ Jesus, is through him. Right? That's that's the that's the progression. That's the path of salvation that God has set up. It goes through Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's why I put. I, I thought that we yeah. would <clears throat> put this verse here to demonstrate that point. This is solid. Um, I find generally that people accept God, right? I, I find that people have no problem, for the most part. Now that I'm in the Pacific Northwest, maybe that's not true. But people generally say, yeah, I believe in God. You it's, mean like conceptually? Yeah, yeah, conceptually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to to what I think you're saying here in a sec. But people generally say yes, I believe in God. You know, they, they, you know, 
I get it. I believe in him. It is another layer deeper to say you believe in Jesus, though. Jesus does not come easy, if you will, right? The, the divine version of Jesus. Abs- yes, yeah. not the Julian's version of Jesus or <clears throat> Daniel's version. Probably Jesse's version. Probably. Uh, I mean, I mean the version that like a lot of people will think. Yeah, there's a guy named Jesus that walked the earth. Yeah, and that's that conceptual idea of, of God and Jesus too, or the historical figure Jesus. Yeah, the historical. You know? Yeah, nice um, guy Jesus. Exactly. But it's interesting in fourteen one, um, Jesus says, "Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me." Like. And it makes you think, this day and time, most people, yeah, I believe in God, I'm good with that. Um, but when you when you say, do you believe in Jesus, saying that you believe in Jesus, even if you believe in, in him as a historical figure, it's got some stuff tacked along with it. I mean, there's some, you, you're bringing some luggage along with you to say that you believe in Jesus because it kind of excludes some others. When you say that you believe in God, people map God to gazillions of other gods even if they don't just conceptually believe in god just say but if they say they believe in god you could have five different mm-hmm. people in five different religions say absolutely yeah god 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 yeah. god god they're all different manifestations of the same principle absolutely right. yeah boom yeah. but then once you get into jesus mm, then you've excluded like four of mm-hmm. others and it's a much deeper conversation now that's not exactly, I think, the, the conversation they were having, but present day. I think I think your point's so good. You know, when we read this today and we see that Jesus is saying, Hey, look, you got to accept me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And nobody comes to the Father but by me. The very God, or if we say that we believe in God, well, he says, if you believe in God, then believe in me also. So if you're going to accept me, just understand that the God... That many of us would say that, yeah, yeah, we all believe. The only way to get to him is through me, Jesus. And then we have to start thinking about all sorts of other questions. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What comes along with that? What duffel yeah. bag? Well, and it seems like a modern thought right now for for everyone to want to say, I am the way. You know, it's, you know in 14.6, Jesus says, I am the way. But everyone wants to like do it their own way. Mm. You know, they want to basically determine, yeah, I think I'm going to heaven because X, Y, Z. And then they define whatever their requirements are for them to get to heaven. And which is a common temptation for everyone to do because, um, you know, it's just the natural, you know, the, the path of least resistance. You know, you have a goal and if you can kind of just make it line up with your strengths, then you've got it made or whatever. And everyone wants to be so independent. No one wants to be... I mean, to be a Christian, you have to put yourself under a layer of authority, um, you know, uh, uh, that's way more powerful than yours. Mm-hmm. You have to really submit your own will, and and that's that's you know the pill that you have to swallow. <laughs> and that's, yeah, no, it is. And that's why, and that's why a lot of people that'll hear the truth will hear it and say, yeah, that makes sense, and still not do anything with it because they can't get over that part. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of like work on that though, because. We should admit that that's that's a very it's a big giant pill to swallow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely difficult. Oh, I'm sure. That, I'm sure I'm doing it in ways that I don't even like understand. Just because I want something to be a certain way, so I don't look any deeper for the answer because it already satisfied in my mind, and I'm comfortable with that answer. Right on. You know. So I mean, 
everyone's guilty of it. It's just probably a matter of degrees on how guilty you are. I mean, the the source is Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. our because that's what he says here. I am the way. So we have to figure out, you know, what is that? You know, what is the way that Jesus has for us? And that's the real litmus test. You know, at the end of the day, we just we just can't get comfortable by just saying what we feel and what we think it, may, it should be. But, like, what does it actually say? And just use our best reasoning to just double-check ourselves, to renew our mind. Yeah. And it all comes back to his version of truth. It, and, and that's how he starts. He, I am the way. Well, I'm the way, but... I'm the truth. And it's his version of truth. It's his his version of the way, which he attributes back to being God's as well. I mean, if mm-hmm. we say that we believe in God and we worship him, cool. But Jesus says, actually, I have the truth. And that's what becomes very difficult. When you read down through the Gospels... Jesus' truth is just everywhere. Mm-hmm. It is spackled all over these pages. Um, some of Daniel's favorite work in Matthew 5, the Beatitudes, like just and that's that's difficult truth. That mm-hmm. is super difficult mm-hmm. to even think that that's how in the economy of the Lord, that's how it should work. That poor in spirit is actually how I should be and merciful is how I should be and Hungry and thirsting for righteousness is how it should be. Mournful and all that. Yeah, yeah it's like, that's how it should be? Yep. That is definitely not how the world operates. Which makes yeah. us want to look at Jesus and say, I understand that's truth, Jesus, but do you understand that doesn't really work in this day and time? It's not really how it works. Right. Mm-hmm. But also to your point earlier, Julian, is that he says he is the way and the truth. He's not a way and he's not a truth. Right on. That there is a sort of universal answer to this, to how do I get out of this condition of sinfulness? How do I accept the the gift of God? How do I come to the Father? Well, it's the way. And it's to the exclusion of my way, to the exclusion of anybody else's way, it's his way. And I think a lot of times, you know, we talk about your truth, like, I've heard that expression. What's you? What, that's your truth in this. Well, not in this case. Is his truth? <clears throat> right. And I didn't set it up that way. I certainly didn't. Yeah. All, you know, create the universe and lay down the basic pattern of how I'm supposed to be. It's mm-hmm. the truth, and that's part of that big pill we have to swallow. Is that we don't really get a lot of say in the matter. And that's a that's a difficult thing to accept sometimes because I can go through this truth that is the truth and I can find all kinds of things that I personally would nitpick and question about. Mm-hmm. Like there are some things in 1 Corinthians I have a really hard time with. But it's the truth. It's the way. Mm-hmm. And so accepting that and walking the way and living the truth means... You take the whole package. Right. And you... Well, the second the second you don't take the whole package, you suddenly are in the business of picking and choosing. And the second you get to pick some things and not other things, then what's true anymore? Right? Fantastic you know? point. Yeah. It's the whole, the whole nine yards or nothing, basically. Yeah. Absolutely. And by picking... By picking... Um, 
his way his way leads to something that is beautiful which I know we talked about a lot last season but in verse number two he says in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so um, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you to myself and where I am there you may be also and where I go you know and the way you know I mean that's that's pretty amazing mm-hmm. you know um, if you put yourself in their shoes they've they've decided they're going to follow Jesus and not like follow him follow him a heart but literally like follow him around and sacrifice much give up a lot and completely sell out to you know the lives that they live and uh, the society they're in they're going to just follow him headlong and then he's going to leave right and knowing he's going to leave you've completely trusted in him and now it's like heart-wrenching to know this he's about to leave he's going to leave you and then i don't know if they get that yet but he's going to leave and when he leaves like how's that going to feel but he says not you don't have to worry because i'm actually i'm going to make a place that you can come to later but you have to believe in me um and that's you know we talked about that gift of God, gift from God being eternal life in Christ Jesus, man, here it is. Here's here's the gift. Mm-hmm. Because we've all sinned, and the, the penalty for that sin is death, but what we don't even deserve is what he's going to give us here is gift of eternal life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus is saying, I am the way, you know, because what you just said, Julian, um, in verse 4, and where I go, you know, and the way you know. And then here Thomas is actually kind of funny in a way because thomas is like um you know he just says lord we don't know where you're going <laughs> i know you just said yeah. you did uh yeah. but we don't <laughs> okay wait back up <laughs> say that again jesus whenever thomas pops up he's always like uh hang on a second yeah. time out hypothetical <laughs> you guys really believe that is jesus nobody checked his hands or feet what's wrong with you guys you guys are idiots <laughs> idiots Wait till he gets here. I'll yeah. show you. Um, and and how can we know the way? Um, you know, but previous to that, you know, he'd just been spelling out this, you know, this vision of what heaven is. He's going to prepare the place, and I'm going to receive you there. And then when I'm there, you can be there too. And then and then so then Thomas is like, uh, I don't know how to get there. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then Jesus says, I am the way. Like, okay, Thomas. Like, let me just spell this out real clear for you. Okay. <laughs> Let's use a crayon and just fill in the... Draw your picture. (laughs) I think also, though, in a broader sense, what Jesus is doing here is fulfilling what's written in Jeremiah 31. When God says that no longer will man teach his neighbor, saying, this is the Lord, but I will write my word in their hearts. Mm -hmm. And I will be their God and they will be my people. And Jesus is is showing us, I think, that what's written in our hearts is read through him. And what's written in our hearts is a map to the Father. Because we have the way to follow. And we have the truth of that word, of that message, of that innate need, I think, to be a part of God. 
that's sort of built into us, that need to seek out something higher and greater and nobler and better than ourselves. That what, what's written there is a map to follow. And we follow it to the Father by following the way of Christ. I think in a broader sense, Jesus is, is bringing us back to that sort of bigger heart question of where is our focus really? Where is our mind really? What is our, what is our true ambition? What is our true desire and longing? And that, that we can get there, that we have the potential to reach that, that no one gets there but through Jesus and he is the way. We can follow that way. He is the truth. We can understand that truth. He is the life. We can have that too. That's the gift of God. That's what gets us out of the state of being in sin and falling short of the glory of God and er- deserving of death. Is that it's written in our hearts. Mm-hmm. It's written in each and every one of us. And we can all strive toward that. Yeah, it's a good connection for yeah. sure. And it doesn't. I mean, it's just not. It's not just about us. It's a. It's about him, and it's obviously about him. If he said, "I go away to prepare a place for you," but you saying that Jeremiah made me think about Jesus and the Samaritan woman, because in a way, he he kind of says the same thing about her. You know, when she says, um, in John chapter four, um, you know. And she wants to understand about worship. She's like, where's the right place to worship? You know, yeah. our forefathers mm-hmm. think it's Mount Gerizim. You you guys, I mean, yep. what what is it? And he says to her, you Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know for, for salvation is of the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshipers, this is what I love, that the Father seeks like the Father seeks. He's looking for people, as you said, who are going to worship Him with their whole heart, their spirit, you know, not a facade, but really be sold out. Those are the type that He's seeking, seeking, looking for, and wants to prepare this place for, wants a, a real relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. And well, it's interesting too on that with, you know, people basically, you know, their whole heart into it, like you're talking about. Because Right after the I am the way verse, you know, in, in John chapter fourteen six, um, you know, he says, no one comes to the Father except through me. And then in 7, he says, if you had known me, you would have also known my Father. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. And then Philip says, Lord, show us the Father, and it's sufficient for us. So they're still not quite understanding. You know, it seems like this is, uh, you know, <laughs> another situation like that. And Jesus says, have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So, here's people that have been with Jesus. They're they're following him everywhere, like, you know, heart and soul, right? They're committed to Jesus. But they still don't know him, right? Do we think that we know God? Do we think we know Jesus? I mean, we strive to. We study, we pray. You know, we go to church, we talk with each other, and I think we all for sure pretend like we know God to some level. But how much how much do we know God? How much do we think we know God? And would Jesus be saying that to us? You know, how long have you been 
following me and you still don't understand me. It kind of is crazy to think about because these guys obviously they're the best people to know, um, you know, in a lot of ways. We know a lot more now from the full context of the scripture, mm -hmm. how it all fits together. Oh yeah. But um but you just still wonder like how much how much do we really know God? Because if we really knew him, I think our faith would just be so much bigger than it even is now. I don't know, it's just I I can drive myself crazy with those kind of questions. <laughs> and Jesse making it real. He is getting in there. <laughs> it's the right question. Yeah. I it find is. the if you, you know, the people that you feel like you know generally know you well. It's almost a, a check to know how well you know someone, right? Um, I use the same example every time. Probably I use it prior podcasts. Use the president example. Knock on the door, president answers. Okay, cool. If not, delete it out. So I don't know you at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, this is this was working well. I feel so, like I know you well enough that I should have heard this joke. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Who is this stranger? Yeah. So I see I don't know you boys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Happy if you... birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> but there's no video with any of this. No. You just get... You just... <laughs> all right. Uh... <laughs> Wow. Okay, your president story. Here's your president story. Um, if you go... Oh, i got to wait for Daniel to come back down. He's a girl. He's having a laugh attack. Okay. You sounded so much like her. Uh, Just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's fine. Let, let it, go. it go. Yeah. Okay, so if you go knock on the president's door right now, right? Go up to the White House. Doom, doom, doom. Knock on the door. You're like, hey, how's it going? Somebody comes to the door. Like, who are you? I'll use Daniel. Oh, I'm Daniel. Cool. Daniel, nice to meet you. Awesome. Can I see President Obama? Check him out. And he would say, okay, hang on. Go back. Come back. Come back. Hey, yeah. President has no idea who you are. Mr. And Daniel would say, no, no, no. I know who, I know who he is. Because I've seen him on TV, you know. I, I know his favorite food. I know what he likes to wear. I know everything about him. Know everything about Daniel probably say he you watched me on Jeopardy once. Yes, yeah. kids yeah. names, See? man. You could say you knew everything there is to know about you may know more than his wife knows about him, but that doesn't get you in the door. You know him, sure, but it won't get you in the door. It doesn't get you in the door unless he knows you. If he right. knows you, then you're in the door, right? And and that that kind of goes back to, you know, That's a good point. what Jesus says in Matthew. I heard that for somebody else. I didn't make that up. In Matthew chapter 7, when, you know, you have this scene where people are saying, Lord, Lord, we've done many things in your name. We cast out demons in your name. Come on. We're in. And he says, oh, mm -mm. depart from me. I don't know you. You who work iniquity or lawlessness, you know, he says, I, I don't know you. And at the end of the of the day, the reason why he says he doesn't know him is because they said they, he, they didn't follow the will of his father who was in heaven. Mm -hmm. So... You know, to, and, and that's where it gets real. Yeah, I mean, you knew I was the, going there. Yeah. I wasn't going to powder puff on this thing. I mean, <laughs> y'all knew it had to end in that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when you talk about knowing the Lord, it's it's a process, right? I don't. Let's not kid ourselves and and say that yeah, we're full. We know Him. You know, I couldn't get into the house 
only by grace alone, right? We, we, we admit to that, but it's a process to come to a better understanding of the Lord. Right. That's, that's God's wish for us to come to a full understanding of Jesus Christ. That's what hungering and thirsting for righteousness is. Boom. You know, it's that drive to continually, like, drive that way to get to know Him, to know what's right, to do those things, to feed on it, to let it nurture your very being, you know, that it's that important to you, it sustains you, that search. Thanks for listening to Seeker. Find us at seekerpodcast.com. Visit our website for more information about the project. Also check out our blog and other information there as well. Have a good one.